Jamie presents Jack in Jungle. Taking you from the city to the tropics. This is Jamie. The sounds of tropical and tribal. Welcome to the tropical sounds of Jamie. of Jack the Jungle with myself, Jaylee. This week, we are changing it up a bit. I have my first ever special guest on Jack the Jungle. We have the one and only and original of all the sax men gracing the airwaves and curating this week's Jagged Jungle. We have performed in countless countries together and he still educates me on the great music. So it was a pleasure for him to be my first guest on Jagged Jungle. So without further ado. Right, hello, Ben. Hello, Jamie. Welcome to Jagged Jungle. It's good to have you on board. Well, it feels great to be in the jungle. Yeah, well, you are the first person on my Jagged Jungle show. Wow, I am extremely privileged. I know, number five. Number five. I have my uh, insect repellent (laughs) ready. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm going to bring bees and mosquitoes. Do you know palm trees? Do you like the palm tree in here? To like be part of it? Beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. 90 degrees underneath palm trees. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think it's a lyric from a, from a reggae track of Mr. Marley, but... He's the man for all reggae tracks. He's going to be curating this Jagged Jungle show, and he's pulling out all this stuff I've never even heard of because he has a brilliant radio show called Sexually Active. That's right, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. So Sexually Active started off as a little project of mine that's now become... Uh, a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we host a weekly radio show where we only play records that feature a sax, but we try and keep it as eclectic and rare as possible. So it's a real fun uh, part of my weekly activities <laughs> is is digging deep and finding these kind of cool yeah. tracks that have uh, have any kind of sexual reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, the sh- the tracks you've asked me to select today are inspired. By that really well we actually did a track back in the day and we called it holiday sax we did one of the reasons why i started tropical house at the beginning of my career was because of ben and he was so talented with his saxophone he could take it anywhere he wanted to go and melodic house was very much influenced by jazz music and i feel that you were a big inspiration for me at the beginning and we've fortunately had the most amazing summer working together we've done a few little gigs here and there in different countries yeah many many summers if we uh, if we actually think back there's been quite a few uh, is there I can't quite even a few gigs that. yeah i mean even from the london days and you know now we're we're, we're very lucky to be doing the private and the corporates and yeah. yeah yeah i mean just god and the amount of people now that come and they're like can we bring ben can we bring actually i have another gig for you oh, perfect. <laughs> someone has messaged me they were like did you ask ben and i'm like oh god i didn't i'm so sorry i need to ask him to see if he's free on some dates so yeah it's... Well, my manager's just in the other room you can ask her when uh, <laughs> after we've uh, after we've recorded this jaggled jungle session yeah well it's, i think we've got a few lined up in the year it's crazy some of the gigs you get and you're like i don't know what i'm going to be doing tomorrow let alone in 12 months time well hopefully we make it out of the jungle safely and uh, we can do many more international exactly. adventures together we'll be on crazy yachts like you were on a crazy yacht like two days ago weren't you uh, yeah, I was, and I've actually got the uh, the Monaco boat show uh, coming up, uh, which is this Friday. <gasps> so there'll be many, many a crazy yacht hop going on this weekend. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Crazy. Okay, so tell me, where have you been in the last month? Oof. 
I get asked this question a lot, and you know, it's crazy because um, I have been to all these places, but then when you get asked, it's like, where have I actually been this month? Uh, I've been to Como in Italy, Tuscany, um, I'm going to have to actually look at my diary. How bad is that? <laughs> I actually do not know oh where I have been. I mean, I don't even know where I was yesterday. I mean, I've been on pretty much, I think, in the last month, yeah, about eight countries in the last month, which has been crazy, but it's really slowing down now. I don't have my next trip until I go to Amsterdam. That's it. So for me, it's pretty chilled now. I've got a mental one coming up. I'm in Tel Aviv tomorrow, and then straight from Tel Aviv to Monaco. I was meant to be in Brunei. <laughs> but I just couldn't get there. Brunei? Yeah. What today? I was meant to be in Brunei today, actually, yeah. Um, but we've rescheduled because it's just impossible to get from Brunei to Tel Aviv to Monaco to Ibiza all in the same week. We were going over to Saudi Arabia uh, and actually I was working alongside a very good friend of mine who is kicking ass at the moment. He is Mr. Official uh, and his residence that's place so we get to travel all over the world together. But he... Oh, the light guy. The the DJ drummer. Yes. Yeah, and he, um, he got invited to be the first Western headline artist in... A public state to perform on a public stage in oh Saudi gosh, Arabia. That's incredible. So obviously we went over to Saudi and, uh, and and then you know got advised that any Israeli stance may cause a problem yeah. in immigration. Yeah. Uh, so me being the international sax man that I am, I know <laughs> I know a passport guy, and uh, he yeah he he advised and got me a passport pretty quickly and yeah went in there with a clean untainted passport yeah i bet you you know what i really want to do and i lost my passport in vegas when i was partying too hard i gave it to my friend to pretend to be me to get into a club because she didn't have an id on me she lost it and it had so many stamps from my whole industry at the beginning of my career and i was absolutely devastated because i was going to rip the pages out and frame it for all the countries i'd been in because i was like what a cute little thing to have great you great memoir I mean? so this is what you've got to do like he's actually taken parts of his car and he's turning it into furniture because he has this beautiful Jaguar which sadly lost his life recently the little Jag didn't they with his engine and that's mm-hmm. what you should do with your passport stamps I absolutely think I should and I collect all sorts of things you know I'm a bit of a hoarder when it mm. comes to uh, memories and keepsakes and <laughs> things that kind of remind yeah. me you know if I carried all those memories around with me now I'd have been able to answer the question of where I've actually been in the last uh, <laughs> the last month. <laughs> I can't believe. So go on. I can't believe I couldn't answer the question. So go on, tell me, tell me, out of all the songs, as you are curating this Jagged Jungle show, for all the countries that you're going to, you must learn so much music and you get inspired as well. So give me one of your inspirational tracks that we will play first of all on Jagged Jungle. Well, I mean, culturally, travelling is, is, is the best education for me. And mm-hmm. um, not only musically, but just in terms of, of meeting people, um, and experiencing experiences, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's certain tracks that I've heard uh, along the way that have kind of always just kind of cemented themselves in the back of the brain. Okay. Uh, and actually, the first record that um, I want to introduce to your show is called Buzu Baju. Buzu Baju. Yeah, Are we the, saying that right? I don't know. I mean, tomato, tomato, but Buzu Baju. Uh, the track is called Treat Me, uh, featuring Willie Hutch. Oh. And this track I love because it's kind of uh, it's kind of a chilled, melodic, nice. get yourself in the groove kind of track. But lyrically, it, it actually resonates a lot. Mm. Um, treat me, treat me, oh, there treat you go. me how you want to be treated. <laughs> well, he is, Ben is going to treat us now with this record. And I'm really excited to hear it, so let's give it a whirl. Enjoy. Sounds of Jay Lee. Oh, yeah. Baby, treat me. 
<laughs> so basically my studio is all blue and we're just looking around and he's like wow look at the colors just reminding him of his new little mini that he's gonna am i allowed to say that because people you're quite famous so people might come and stalk you I'm not, I mean, I'm not that famous. I mean, I'm famous in the world of, of my world, but maybe not in everybody else's. And you've got his license plate, we'll say, his actual artist name, so. Well, yeah, keep an eye out on the roads if you're in London. <laughs> but actually, blue is my favourite colour, and um, turquoise actually is my favourite version of blue, uh, thanks to my great-grandmother, who I'm actually named after. Says the boy wearing all black today. Yeah, but I, I, my, my blue references are my... Uh, my arm swagger when we were in we were in Pisa and we went to this beautiful jewelry store and I've actually lost that ring I bought you know that turquoise ring and it oh, he was because Ben has like such inspiration with with this like turquoise stone I think it's a turquoise stone turquoise yeah and yeah he, he was like Jamie this is so beautiful and so I grabbed it and I was like yeah totally gonna get it 
think I lost it in about two days, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> it's beautiful. His whole wrist is covered right now with stones. Well, everyone tells a story, yeah, and also helps me keep track on, the, on my adventures. Like the music. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So where can people find your radio show? So you can check out all things sax through uh, my website, which yeah. is saxuallyactive.com. Yeah. Um, and on there you can buy pieces of art and go and check them out, by the way, because they are quite fun uh, and many a sax pun. Uh, in there and actually the vision behind Saxly Active is we're, we're in the process of writing a piece of music for each piece of art uh, and then the bigger vision is to then feature different sax players from all mm -hmm. over the world on each record and then release them through our own independent label. You know it's weird you're going to do that because okay I know this is completely different and out of the ordinary but I went to Locatane we were invited down to Locatane yesterday and they had all these fragrances and they're all unique to the store and then you go upstairs and they had food the macaroons that were in the flavour of the fragrances that they had. Oof. I know. Well, it does actually work, you know. I, I, I don't know whether anybody else has ever sprayed a bit of perfume or aftershave into their mouth, yeah. but it's a good way of, you know, the what? nose, the <laughs> nose, it's an accidental thing, but the nose and the mouth are linked, you know? Yeah. So. Wait, hang on a sec. So you're telling me one drunken morning you woke up and you sprayed fragrance into your mouth? Yeah, maybe a few particles oh of... <laughs> Hit the uh, hit the taste buds, and then you know, it, you can you can smell, you can smell through taste. Oh, that's like soap. Oh, I don't think I'd be able to deal with that. Yeah. Anyway, oh, wow. a bit weird. But shall we introduce our next track? Let's introduce our next track. Before we go there, your um, so he's got his sexually active radio show, and also check out his Instagram because he always plays songs that are in the background, and I think that really resonates your kind of style there was one you were playing and i think you were in a villa in spain or something and quite was, pro quite probably <laughs> it was an artist called o'flynn and it's called true dancing and i'll play that later on in the show at the moment but i think that's one of those things is where i will like shazam it as well because i'll be like oh my god this is such a tune and then i always play it in my sets now because it inspires me so he's got a very inspirational show so that's why we're bringing in the next track. Well, check is. out the uh, check out the socials. I mean, if you do want to follow me, it's at the Saxman UK, and obviously also follow the Saxually Active brand, which is at Saxually Active. Cool. So we're going in our next record. With this being Jagged Jungle <laughs> and a jungle theme, I thought how appropriately fitting would it be to play a track by an artist called Jungle, and this one is called Busy Earning. And again, you know, when Jamie asked me to come on, select a few records that resonated to me, it was more than just about the music, but also about the meaning, the titles, and how, I don't know, how they connected with me and hopefully how they're going to connect with you. So yeah, everyone's busy earning. And uh, if you can be busy earning, doing something that you love, then uh, you're never really going to work a day in your life. Enjoy this one.
local sounds. Okay, so before that song, you were talking about everyone is busy earning. And that's very true. And I want you to tell me how you started being sex man. I mean, that must have been a big leap from just being your own boss, really, and making sure you earn money. I know for me, being self-employed, sometimes it isn't going to be all roses and you're going to be doing all little jobs here and there and everything and trying to be able to put food on the table. So how did you get to the point where you were just the sax man and not the boy that sold coffee around the corner, if you ever sold coffee? <laughs> well, I did. I, I actually used to sell balloons in a party shop in Blackpool, and that's, that's kind of how I made my uh, my living back in, back in the days. But, I mean, saxophone for me was a natural upkeep, and I was lucky to go to a school that had music tuition as part of the curriculum and also lucky enough to have parents who were able to support um, buying me an instrument mm-hmm. uh, and you know we went to a school I was 10 years old and uh, they did a music day where my parents and everybody else's parents take their kids and here's the instruments you can learn at school <laughs> and uh, I was quite a rebellious 10 uh, year old not much has changed although uh, <laughs> well quite a lot has changed but um, yeah, the saxophone came out and I was like, yes, mum, dad, this is the one. And uh, that's kind of how it started. And, you know, it was never forced. It was a natural thing. And um, I actually, my main thing as a 10-year-old was to actually play the tracks that I was learning, reading the music, mm-hmm. the technical ability and all the rest of it wasn't really something I paid any attention to, mainly because my music teacher wasn't inspiring. She was fabulous, but, you know, I just wasn't truly inspired mm. uh, to focus on those things. Anyway, long story short, at school, as soon as I left school at 16, the sax was the uncoolest thing to do. All my mates were rugby players and sports enthusiasts and, you know, wanted to go and hit hit the town. And, you know, for for the duration of my school life, uh, I was the guy with the sax on his back going to music lessons. And and then it wasn't a cool thing. And then I went to go and work in a balloon shop, met some guys that had bars and restaurants. Yeah. Uh, and the saxophone for me was kind of like a hobby. Um, I never really did anything with sport or watching the football. I used to go and to the local pubs, take the sax and wait for the bands to give me an invitation to come and join them for a, a freestyle jam over one of their <laughs> records. <laughs> I used and, to do uh, that with my CDs by the DJ booth, being like, stand there, and they'd be like, do you want to warm up for me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, and it was a passion, and it still is a passion. And back to your question about um, the transition of making money out of the passion it was never really anything that was planned uh, and I think that stems back to um, you know what I was making reference to busy earning and finding a job that you love and I think that's the most difficult thing for everybody is to actually identify what is your passion uh, and if you can make a living out of that passion then you know you nailed it yeah. Um, so yeah, and, that, and that's kind of how it happened. That, and, and I had a lot of friends that were DJs. They were putting nights on in different parts of the country. And I used to get a call every now and again to go and join join them, and have a jam with the sax. And one gig led to another. Uh, and yeah, now it's my full time career, and I have a whole business <laughs> based all around sax. You know, which was the sexually active brand we, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Well, that's the fun of the things. He had a party recently and we turned up and he had these like lights that were in the shapes of sacks. They were really cool. They would glow in different lights. And you had a whole band on stage and they were all playing different like brass instruments. And then yeah, the well, DJs. I mean, they're the, they're the sax parties that we yeah. host uh, through the brand Saxy Active, you know, and we activate venues mm-hmm. sexually. We've all got the art. Yeah, with all the artwork, we theme the venues with artwork, and then musically it's tailored. Oh, I somehow turned the lights on. <laughs> uh, and musically tailored. It's getting dark in here. Dirty. The saxophone. <laughs> all, this, all this reference of sax made the lights blow. <laughs> there oh, you we're go. back on. Oh no, hang on. there we go. Yeah. Lights are back on, and uh, it's ready. Maybe time for our, our, the next track. Yeah. What is the next track? So this next track uh, I've selected um, for the legend who went way too soon, Mr. Mac Miller. Uh, Yeah, R.I.P. buddy. And, um, you know, he's left us with incredible music, Mm -hmm. as most of these guys do. Uh, So this one really is a a shout out to him. Uh, It features Anderson Pack uh, and the track is called Damn. Sounds of Jay Lee. 
didn't actually ever meet him. I wish I did, but um, a few of my friends uh, had the pleasure of spending time with him. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like everything, you know, you get to know people through other people, whether yeah. you meet them or not. Mm-hmm. And I think the way the internet is now, you know, and Hear all these the stories. social medias, you know, you feel like you know people even though you've never met them. Of course, yeah. Um, what a dude. Mm. And what a great... Um, what a great musician and artist. You know? Was he a producer as well? Yeah, as I far as I know. Produced, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I thought he was a producer. I didn't really think that he was a rapper. And then when I delved into him after he passed away a little bit more, I realised, I was like, oh my God, he's a really good rapper. I'm so surprised that... Was he 27? Was he part of the 27 Club? I'm not actually sure on age statistics, but all I know is he, he went way too soon. Yeah, completely. And uh, Absolutely. yeah, this one's, this one's a shout out to him. Yeah. Oh. And why did Anderson Pack and Mac Miller like join up? 
Oof, now that is another good question that I actually don't know the answer to. I mean, I'm sure there's uh, many a listener that's uh, <laughs> tuned in that will Tweet probably, know, probably know <laughs> the answer to that. But um, to me, Anderson Pack's another music musical genius and, uh, you know, his his study sessions that he's done on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. you know, and just the way he plays and smiles and everything about him is super cool. You see, um, you're inspiring me so much with all this new music. This is brilliant. I'm going to so, yeah, go away. Check, check him out. Check them both out. I mean, uh, both legends. Yeah, I'm going to go away from this radio show and be like, wow, this has blown my mind. And this is why I would love people like you on this show, because that's what music's about. It's all about culture and like learning as you go along and Every single day we're learning, being new artists and breaking the chain of life, you know. For sure. And, you know, I think uh, based on all of the travel I'm very fortunate to do, music is actually the best language in the world. Oh, completely, yeah. You know, and you can talk to people through music without actually engaging in any conversation whatsoever. Exactly, Um, So, yeah, my my favourite language is is actually music. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I think it brings such an energy and an atmosphere. It's like when you put that video up on your Instagram and you were playing True Dancing and I was like wow where he is must be like spectacular but it was also the music and the sun gleaming through the glass and then your girlfriend Aurelie standing there and like it's just everything was about the music and the vibe and I think I want to play that now because it's got such energy and I love that track I play it for every one of my sets now when I do <laughs> lounge too. sets and you are very welcome to that track and continue, <laughs> continue playing it at every one of your sets yes yes okay here it is True Dancing by O'Flynn
Bailey's Tropical Sounds. We're bringing in some tunes, all taken from his sexually active show. He's really inspiring, Jagged Jungle, today, being the curator of the show. How do you feel about being the curator? Uh, it's actually great, and thank you so much for having me. And uh, I've always wanted to spend a bit of time in the jungle, and um, <laughs> it's been great. I just wish we weren't, because we are currently sitting in a London studio in the middle of Soho, and you know I said at the beginning, taking you from the city to the tropics. Well, we are taking you to another realm right now that isn't even the jungle. What's the next track you are going to play? Well, again, every track has kind of been carefully selected for multiple reasons. And, um, you know, uh, this next one is uh, is by an artist called Saison. And again, I don't know whether I'm pronouncing it right. It's S-A-I-S-O-N. Uh, and the reason I picked it is because it's called Moody Blues. Um, blues being my favourite colour, obviously. Uh, but also, I like and love uh, the energy in this track. Um, is it a blues track? It's not really a blues track, but it has a blues reference. Mm-hmm. It's quite up-tempo. I love the sax reference okay. in it and all the other instrumentals uh, uh, that it has. It's just a groove. It's a real high-energy <laughs> groove. And uh, yeah, I'll Yes, you, I uh, love this. I'll let you enjoy it. Thank you. 
talking about grooves and blues and everything, you must know some clubs in London or around the world. And I want to find out from you right now what you think is the best kind of musical spot to go to in London. Oof, now that is a tricky question. I mean, I am friends with pretty much, as you are, Jamie, you know, we're very lucky to be able to play in some of London's finest yeah. uh, and most established venues. Yeah. Um, to say which is my favourite, I mean, I don't actually have a favourite, and I think, you know, we both play in uh, in a lot of these venues and, and, you know, almost on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. And I think people is what make mm-hmm. the party. Um, obviously, the venue has importance, but, you know, if there's a good crowd and a good energy in the venue, then it will be epic. But that's not necessarily down to the venue. No, definitely not. It's so like... I'm not going to be specific because okay. uh, I love I love them all. And okay. uh, I want to work in all of them for a lot, a lot longer. So <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, favorite, the jazz club or something. Well, I mean, um, there's, there's loads. I mean, obviously, the Troubadour. Um, oh, yeah. In, Kensington. Uh, at Earl's Court on yeah. the old Brompton Road. I mean, that has serious history as a, as a live music venue. You know, they had Dylan was in there, Hendrix was in there, all sorts of incredible artists. I mean, it's got mega history, but, you know, and there's so many other spaces in London. I mean, London is like, you know, if you really dive deep into the history of music in the UK's capital city... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's endless. Well, like Denmark Street, around the corner, that was like Musician's Road, and they've completely pulled it down. And like the Beatles, I think they like sold their first record in, in Denmark Street, around the corner. Don't know if you knew that. I'm not sure I did know that, yeah. but I do know something about the Beatles, and there's a there's a new venue, or it was an old venue called Bag O' Nails. Ah, uh, I know S- that. In Soho, and that's mm. also got a serious history. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's where Paul McCartney met Linda. Really? Wow. In, in that venue, and actually, I think there's a refurbishment going on in there, um, which would be very cool and worth checking out, but... I mean, if you are in London and you're coming into town, then, you know, reach out to me or Jamie and we can always tell you what's what's Definitely. a guan. <laughs> we can indeed, especially if we are in the country as we are busy bees. So tell me, when is your, what's your next vacation? Where are you going? So tomorrow I have an early morning flight out to Tel Aviv mm-hmm. uh, performing as a surprise guest uh, <gasps> to a very cool 60th birthday. Yeah. And that's uh, going to be on Thursday night and then Friday straight from Tel Aviv over to Monaco for the boat show. Ooh. And then a boat hop and a skip and a jump <laughs> on a Saturday and then Sunday back home into London and to catch up on the admin and all the other bits and pieces. Yeah, that's what I've got to do today. I was just back from Morocco, absolutely. And we had like this crazy band and they would like sing us the songs with our names in it and find out everybody's name and then have these like bell thing. I wish I could show you a video actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's this. This is an audio show, Jamie. Just let you know. No one can see us. It's like a Joe Rogan show. They always talk about this. And people who have been to Morocco, they will definitely know what I mean because this is apparently quite a famous thing, what we're doing here. Here we go. Look at their little hats. They gave us these bells. It's terrible at it. I mean, when in Africa, right? When in Africa. Yeah, exactly. When in Africa. I'm actually going to Morocco for a wedding in a couple of weeks. So, Are uh, you? I'll look out for those guys. They, I mean, that was the wedding package and we had it for Ash's 30th. Oh, yes, I saw. I yeah. saw. It looks sick. It was so much fun. Um, Asher is one of our friends. He owns Rain. And if you ever are in London, that is one club you have to go to if you like hip-hop music. So, yeah. That's not that this is a hip-hop show or anything. <laughs> People are going to be like, I don't like hip-hop. This is tribal and tropical. It's, it's the concrete jungle of the city. Go <laughs> check it out. <laughs> it and make it Make it rain. <laughs> so what are we closing this show with, Ben? Oof, it's a hard one. I mean, I could, we, could, we could go on for days. I mean, my, my, uh, my repertoire of sax-infused grooves are quite endless mm-hmm. and uh, but this was quite a hard thing to, to, to pick a finishing record but I'm going to go with something that's full of energy um, it's by the artist Gesto Funk it's a funk infused groove 
and it's very cool. Uh, <laughs> another one of my personal favourites, you know, that just puts a spring in your step when uh, when you need that extra bit of va-va-voom. Uh, and the title of the track is called Colour, um, and I think that also has a lot of reference to today's show, really. I mean, we've, we've talked about blue, we've talked about finding the balance and love for life, and, you know, so this is kind of called Colour, uh, and I hope it brings you all some colour. <laughs>
got nothing to do with this. Oh, yeah, all he said was thinking to myself. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and I just think to myself. Daily's Tropical Sounds. Well, thank you, Ben, for being on the show. We hey, absolutely, thank you for having me. We absolutely love you and hope to have you back soon. You can find him at... Ben, the Saxman UK. Yeah, the Insta's at the Saxman UK, uh, at Saxually Active. If you want to know more about me personally, have a look at thesaxman.com. Uh, and if you want to know more about my sexual adventures, then uh, then go check out sexuallyactive.com. Great, and I'm going to finish the show today with Holiday Sax, a song that we did about a year ago. And yeah, here it is. Enjoy. You're listening to the tropical sounds of J.E. my Jagged Jungle show with Ben. To catch me in action this month, I'll be headlining a head candy stage in Clapham Grand on December the 7th in London. I also will be gracing the decks at a Cuban-infused event, Fiesta Havana, on the 10th of November. For further dates and information, go to facebook.com forward slash Music. Make sure you follow my Mixcloud and Soundcloud over at Jalen Music where you can hear the show again and again. And remember to subscribe to my channel. Keep in touch with me on all my socials across the board with the social handle Jalen Music on Spotify, Soundcloud, Instagram, Mixcloud and Facebook. I hope you can join me next month for my sixth episode of my Jagged Jungle Sounds. This is Jaylee. Jaylee's Tropical Sounds.